Today's podcast begins with, well, an existential question, which is both pondered and asked while standing in a pulpit to preach a sermon, no less. You get to hear how much I like to climb stairs. I tell you how a bumper sticker about parking can help us understand our topic today. I describe a life-changing trip for me to Bermuda many years ago, and then a return trip on our honeymoon, all on the way to answering the question, should I be thankful or grateful? Welcome to the Sky Pilot Podcast that explores questions of faith, spirituality, and religion. I'm Dan Matthews, and I don't have all the answers, but I do enjoy the questions. Welcome to the podcast where every question is an invitation into a spiritual quest, and you're invited along for the journey. Well, as I'm sitting here recording this right now in this moment, it's Tuesday of Thanksgiving week, and not surprisingly, I've been thinking about, guess what? Yep, being thankful. In the past, when I was working in a church, I used to, every year, on Thanksgiving, have a service to celebrate the day. And at that service, I would preach a sermon. I was always keenly aware in the moment of preaching of the story in the Gospel of Luke where Jesus heals 10 lepers and tells them to go show themselves to the priest. Now, from our perspective, reading in modern times, this sounds like it's very arrogant. Jesus heals 10 people and then says, well, go show the priest what I can do and see if you can do anything like that. It makes Jesus sound as if he's healed them so they can go to the priests and show that only Jesus has any real power. But that's not really what's going on here in this story. As you know, no doubt, lepers were ostracized in the extreme. You see, at the time of Jesus, once someone was discovered to have the disease, leprosy, they were cast out of society until they could prove that they were cured. And the only way to be proven cured was to have a priest look you over and certify your healing and then, in essence, approve your re-entry into society. So they are on their way, the ten of them, for the most important moment in their lives, to be certified healed and to be allowed back into normal life. Now, we cannot underestimate the importance of that moment. Imagine suddenly you have a winning lottery ticket materialize in your hands, the first thing you're going to do is run as fast as you can to cash that lottery ticket for fear that it might dematerialize just as quickly as it materialized. So we're not judging the lepers here. They were all on their way to get the certification that would let them get back to their lives, get back to their homes, get back to their families. When, as they're going to the priests to be examined and certified, One of them turns around and goes back to Jesus, falls on his knees in front of Jesus to give thanks to him for what has happened. And Jesus, in that moment, marvels out loud, you know, 10 people were healed here and only one came back to give thanks. The Thanksgiving Day service was always a lot like that for me. Now, there's no judgment on those who aren't there. I don't know what their story was. I don't know where they are. They might be going to church in a different town. But what I did know, and often I mentioned the strangeness of this at the beginning of the sermon, was that I was about to preach a sermon on how to be thankful to the less than 1% of our parish family that made time to come to church on Thanksgiving Day and give thanks to God. Now, if you are listening to this podcast episode, then you probably have seen the title and already shown an interest in being thankful simply by listening to it, clicking on it, you're showing an interest. Or maybe 
I guess there's another possibility. It could be that you're listening because you couldn't get any of your other podcasts to load this morning. And so kind of by default, this was all you had. And in that case, you're listening because you've got nothing else. But now I'm thankful. Anyway, when I would preach these Thanksgiving sermons, and for the most part, they would all follow the same theme. And I still think it's a good theme. You see, even among those of us who are intentional about being thankful on Thanksgiving, for the most part, we are only thankful for a small fraction of all the things, all the blessings, all the wonders of this life that we could and should be thankful for. So these sermons almost always focused on expanding our awareness of all the things that we have in our lives and around us for which we could be thankful. In this episode, I'd like to focus not on the breadth of our thankfulness, as I did in those sermons, but instead today, I want to focus on the depth of our thankfulness. Now, in the past, I've done podcasts on the difference between say, two words like tolerance and acceptance. And in the end, it was clear that tolerance was bad and acceptance was good. I want to be clear up front that today's podcast makes no such dualistic distinction. Being thankful is a good and healthy thing and should be kept as a part of our spiritual lives. I am not getting ready to trounce all over thankfulness. I am obviously, from the title, going to spend some time describing the difference between gratitude and thankfulness. But please allow me to say that, first of all, though I started thinking about this about a week ago, when I went to look it up, I discovered that this idea of comparing these two is, well, hardly original with me. There's a lot of stuff on the Internet about this, and I mean a lot of stuff on the Internet. First, if you look up the definitions for these two words, you will discover two things. One, they are basically interchangeable. Matter of fact, many, if not almost all, dictionary definitions of one word winds up using the other word to define the word. So these words really don't have that much difference in meaning. So much of the distinction I'm going to be making in the podcast is to help us grow as children of God and not necessarily to declare the one true etymology of one word or the other. So let's dive in. The word thankful means, as you know, because it's not a complicated word, to be happy and appreciate something. Several years ago, I had back surgery. I had a lower disc removed and two of my vertebrae fused. And before the surgery, I was in bad shape. I was in a lot of pain. And the truth is, I was able to do very little. The surgery was significant and caused me to be out of work for three months. Now, an idiosyncrasy of mine is that I've always been someone who finds running upstairs two at a time to be less work than slowly walking up them one at a time. But after I injured my back, I could barely walk up any stairs at all. And if it didn't have a handrail, forget about it. Now, why share all of this with you? Because when I find myself now, after my surgery, bounding upstairs, I am always thankful. I look like an idiot sometimes because I'm grinning ear to ear as I bound up the stairs, and sometimes I even laugh. I am so thankful for my ability to go upstairs the way I enjoy going up them. That's thankfulness. Being aware of something good in your life and appreciating it when it happens. 
Not surprisingly, this is mostly what we talk about during Thanksgiving dinner at most tables around our nation when we are celebrating the meal, sitting down together with family and friends. If we talk about thankfulness at all, talk about that kind of thing. Well, I'm thankful for family. I'm thankful for the woods that I walk in every morning. I'm thankful for our dog. I'm thankful for those things in life that I have around me that I enjoy. Like my mentioning my ability to walk. So how is being grateful different from being thankful? So let me try to explain by telling you something else I am thankful for. This past week, I began to think about this podcast, and in doing so, I started thinking about being thankful and things I truly take delight in, and yet I probably don't spend enough time appreciating how much I enjoy them was kind of what my focus was in terms of my thinking. I know if you're following me at this point, I essentially just said that I don't spend enough time enjoying the things that I enjoy. And you're not wrong. Just bear with me here. Let me tell you a story. When I was in between my senior year in high school and my freshman year in college, my parents took my younger sister and me to Bermuda. No more than 100 feet from our rooms, you could jump into the water and be in the middle of several outcroppings of rock that stood out and above the water. Think of them like large, multiple pillars of rock rising up from the seafloor and sticking up several feet in the air beyond the surface. I would put on my fins and my mask and snorkel every single day and swim between these pillars that were encrusted with life and surrounded by hundreds, thousands of fish. I had never before experienced being absolutely immersed in nature's teeming abundance like I was in this encounter. And I spent, I think we were there a week or something like that, I spent the entire time in the water. Jump forward to Sarah and me getting married. After we got married, we went back to this exact same place on our honeymoon. I couldn't wait to show her how amazing it was to be surrounded by fish, beautiful, stunning fish in every single direction. Except when we got in the water, in the middle of those very same pillars of rock, the experience was different. Oh, the pillars were still there, but they weren't teeming with life anymore. Instead of being surrounded by abundance and diversity, our snorkel trip was kind of a treasure hunt. There weren't very many fish, so we swam around looking for them in search of coming across something beautiful and amazing, which we did throughout our honeymoon. And it would have been more fun had I not known how teeming with life this place once was. Those two trips I've just told you about, both of them to Bermuda, were the impetus of my wanting to get certified in scuba diving. And every time I get in the water still to this day, I am thankful. Thankful for what I get to see, experience, and learn. So as I began my assessment of those things for which I'm thankful this year, I stumbled across a serious question. Okay, so I am thankful for the reefs and the fish and the abundance of life that I get to see when I'm scuba diving, and then I asked myself this question. So what? I thought, Dan, you're thankful for the amazing coral reefs that you get to enjoy. Now what? Is that it? Are you going to swim around these reefs, enjoy them while you can, and then say, well, I'm glad I was around in a time when I got to see that. And that is where many people are beginning to use the word gratitude as a different kind of thankfulness. Gratitude they define as thankfulness with a purpose. 
I decided that this year I'm going to find an organization that is working to save and restore coral reefs, and I'm going to give to support their work. If the coral reefs of our world are really important to me, I don't want to just be thankful. I want to be intentionally and actively grateful. Now, gratefulness doesn't just mean writing a check. If I lived closer to the ocean, I might see if I could do this in some way volunteering my time to help restore the reefs to where they once were. Now, every moment of thankfulness does not translate into grateful intention and action. It just can't, nor should it. Sometimes being thankful is enough. I'm going to tell you another story. Our daughter Kate called me yesterday, actually, to tell me about her commute to school. Now, she's a school psychologist in Chattanooga. And she headed out yesterday to go on her lengthy commute, only to get to school and realize that, well, everything she needed for her day, she'd left at home. So really annoyed with herself and feeling particularly grumpy, she got back in her car and drove home. She went in the house, she got her stuff, she got back in the car, and she began the journey back to work again, but in a really bad mood. She's driving along, and she's slowly passed by a pickup truck that's in the fast lane, and it has a bumper sticker that she just happens to glance over and see, and it says, Don't park too close. I'm chunky. And she bursts out in laughter right there in her car. The dark cloud over her day disappeared as she enjoyed a really good laugh, and she was thankful for this guy and his sense of humor and the way it brightened her day. Now, there is no need to turn this into a moment that's anything other than a thankful moment. Some of life's joys are just meant to be, well, enjoyed. You can gaze upon a spectacular sunset and be thankful for the wonder of God's creation. And in the moment, that can be enough. Today's podcast is meant to spark us to look for those moments of thankfulness that are opportunities to be something more. So here's my Thanksgiving challenge to you. And if you want to share it with those you're with, all the better. Write down your top five things for which you are thankful. Now, push yourself a little. Don't just name five family members or five friends or, if you're a nature lover, five trees. If that's what you want to do, make one thing on your list a category like family or one thing on your list of category like friends or trees, and then feel free to put as many items in that category as you want. The idea is to come up with five fairly different things on your list, five different categories. See, I haven't given up entirely on expanding the breadth of our thankfulness. Now, when you have your five categories, look at them and ask yourself this question. Which of these need to be advanced from simply being things for which you are thankful into becoming something for which you are actively grateful. That's all for today. Be sure to check and see if you have subscribed to this podcast so you get notified of future episodes. Also, you can find me on Facebook and YouTube. Just search for Sky Pilot Faith Quest. And if you'd like to offer me a question or respond to one of my podcasts, as always, I would love to hear from you. My email address is dan at skypilot, S-K-Y-P-I-L-O-T dot zone. That's dan at skypilot dot zone. On your spiritual journey, may you ask questions, 
seek answers, and boldly go wherever the quest takes you. Thanks for listening to Sky Pilot Faith Quest. I invite you to send me a question or leave a review. And remember, the sign of a strong faith, solid religion, or healthy spiritual journey is not certainty, but that you keep asking questions.